Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is. So, let's talk about this game against the Jags this past Sunday. Uh, you predicted a double-digit win, and that happened. So, tell me what your reaction to that is. Hey, man, somebody, hopefully some of these Charger fans made some money is. We were absolutely on fire. Hopefully they went to Bet Online, baby. Bet Online AG and made some serious coin because we were on it. We called the over. We said they were in by double digits. And your man was absolutely in fuego. Your boy Herbert has absolutely set this league on fire. I think right now it's a two-man race for MB, for, for rookie of the year. Herbert and Joe Barrels. But I got you probably going to give Joe Barrels the edge. But right now, these two rookies, man, they're playing lights out. And I'm telling you right now, when it's all said and done, maybe that should have been one and two in the draft. I, he should not have slipped the number five. My goodness, I would have took him second. Yeah, um, I don't know about uh, just that just being a two-man race. You also have to remember that Vikings receiver, Justin Jefferson, he's been balling too. So you can't, you can't yeah, count out you, either but, of that. Even though oh, wait, it, you want to take you, you want some money? It's You know this. It's a quarterback league. Those are the guys that, <laughs> those are the guys that sell the paper. It's going to come down to those two guys, the quarterbacks. You know that. You Come on, Ish. You know yeah. there ain't going to be no rookie receiver. Yeah, rookie you, receiver getting – you know that. So it's you a two-man quarterback race. Yeah, yeah. You took the words <laughs> on my mouth. It's a quarterback league, definitely. But like, yeah, Lo was saying, mentioning Bet Line. That's today's sponsor for today's episode. Yeah, so make sure to check out Bet Online. It's a really good place. They have props, uh, team bets, coaching props. They have totals where you can bet on like literally anything you can imagine. Betting on a game, like betting on who's gonna have the lead in the after the first half, who's gonna score first. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, it's again the website is betonline.ag. Check it out today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And again, there's you can bet on from game spreads, totals, team player, coaching props, and then they even have an online casino well that never closes. So make sure you guys check that out. Bet online, it's a great place to win money if you guys want to place bets. It, it never, is. It, yeah, never fail you. It, it really is, is, and that's the thing about it, you know, especially with COVID going on and people can't go to the game so you can still be a part of the game. Throw a little action down. You don't have to go crazy, but go on betonline.ag. It's really, really simple. I mean, you name it, the props. You can talk about, you know, Herbert bet over 300 yards. That seems to be a safe pet. This guy's throwing the ball all over the park, especially uh, due to the fact that they're not running the ball great. So I think that that's a great prop. To always bet that over 300 because of the fact the weight he's throwing the ball and the consistency and he's throwing to some young guys too the rookie receiver playing well I mean they're just he's spreading the ball around to Henry he's getting the ball out of his hands quick I like what he's doing man this Charger team I mean my God uh, what we, we what is four games by a, a, a less than a touchdown a, you know one score game that they lost I mean this team should really be there they, I mean. They're better than what their records indicate. They should be right there. But unfortunately, they are who they are. And, uh, you know, 
at least they know that they got some players now. And God, once they get healthy, they're going to really make some make some noise here. Yeah, and you're talking about that rookie receiver. I I was telling you about this guy the other day, uh, Jalen Jalen Guyon. Uh, we, yep. we talked about him. He's had some really good plays. And the thing about Guyon is he won't get that many targets, but the targets that he d- does get, it's those 50, 70-yard bombs for touchdowns where he's just looking at him and Herbert. They um, It seems like they're on the same page. Like They have this really good chemistry, and he finds – I don't know how, but it's always on those deep bomb touchdowns where, like, uh, against the Jags, he had that 70-yard touchdown. He finds the weaknesses in the defense. He finds where the defense is breaking down. He finds that open spot where the safety didn't go or where the corner is lagging there. And he just goes, because this guy, he's fast. This rookie, he's fast. He's one of the faster receivers they have in the Chargers team. And Herbert's with Herbert's arm it, and their chemistry, it's an easy connect for the touchdown. And they, they've already gotten that. They've had, like around three touchdowns with each other already throughout the season, at least once a game, whatever Guyton plays. But yeah, it was Guyton, it was a good thing that he got called up from the practice squad because he's been making an impact ever since he's been on the team. He has. And what I like, what they do is because you have Keenan Allen that's underneath the guy that's going to, that's going to draw a double team. If you line both those guys up on the same side and you have one control and then you have Keenan control in the middle of the field. So he's running the short to intermediate route. And if he's getting double coverage, now you have the rookie with the speed. So now you got two guys on that side. So pick your poison because you know they can't guard Keenan one-on-one. So when you go three wide, put two on trips to one side, put Keenan and the young rookie on one side. Now you have a guy that can go with the speed. They got a guy that demands a double team underneath. So when you have that type of high-low combination, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on the secondary and on the safety. So like you just alluded to, that's really, really puts a lot of pressure on the defense. So I like what they're doing with him. I like how they're trying to get him involved more. And I love the way that they're running those route combinations. Yeah, and even though, like you were talking about, Allen gets double teamed a lot, uh, he had himself a game. 10 receptions for 125 yards. And that's, but, that's, but that's what makes it so unique. Because of the fact he can still go, even if you double him or you try to bracket coverage, he's still able to find a way to find that hole to get open. So now what are you going to do? Are you going to start doubling the rookie because you got to put over the top help? And when you do that now with Henry, because now you have a tight end also that is too fast for, he's too fast for linebackers and he's too physical for safeties. So now you have Henry, your tight end. That's a, you'd also a chain mover and a game changer. So it really puts a lot of pressure on those on other defenses because of the fact you have three guys that are prolific ball catchers and run great routes. Yeah, and also um, when you're talking about the tight ends, Virgil Green, he came back for this game even though he got injured later in the game. He had himself a touchdown too. Those two guys. Yeah, Virgil. Yeah. They're looking great out there with those two tight ends. Yeah. I, I love old Virgil. And Virgil's from the Central Valley. Tulare, California. Shout out, Cal- California. Shout out, Tulare. He's old country boy. Old local, Tulare. A local kid. Tulare. You know, the <laughs> ag capital of the world, baby. They have the big old Tulare Fair. They have the Tulare Fair, ag fair, the largest in the world. Is I got to bring you down for that Tulare Fair, man. It's unbelievable. The biggest ag, biggest ag fair in the country, baby. Right here in Tulare. Right here in the Central Valley. So that's where old Virgil's from. And when they go two tights, when they go 12 personnel, 12 personnel is two tight ends and one back. When they go 12 personnel, it really puts a lot of pressure on those linebackers to guard those two tight ends. And, you know, Virgil's just, you know, he's got some bad knees. The guys, 
still been able to play and still create separation, big physical type of tight end. But, yeah, he's fighting through some injuries, so it's really good to see Virgil get in the end zone. Yeah, though, uh, I, I, we kind of skipped over this a little bit, but we were talking about how the Chargers won by 10. Oh, this is Justin Herbert's first win of the season, Low, give, give me a reaction. Give... Yeah, I, I think I, you've got to react to a young guy like this who's who's really was forced into starting, who was probably going to sit back this year, but after the success he had, coach, the coaching staff and the Chargers – they had no choice. They had to go with him. And he hasn't disappointed the team, the organization. And it's unfortunate he only has one win because he's been in some. His defense has let him down and some been some bad passes, of course, but you can expect that from a rookie. But getting his first win, you saw the way the team celebrated. And I'm telling you, they're following that guy. That's what's good about this. Sometimes you have a rookie and the team won't follow him. But they are following Herbert. They really like him. And that's why I was really high on the Chargers this week, because you had a bye week. He had an extra week to get ready. And this is going to be a guy that's going to be an elite quarterback. He's going to be at that franchise for a long. They got there. They got, you know, they're wondering about Phillip Rivers and lost Drew Brees. They're wondering, could they find a guy that surpassed those guys? And I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to make that. You're going to love what Phillip did. But he's going to make fans forget about Philip Rivers because of the way this guy can scramble, the way that he can run, the things that he can do. And is you've been on this guy? Yeah, Lo, you, you know who you, you sound like right now. I'm Lo? giving you, I'm giving you, I'm giving you props. <laughs> I'm giving you props, though. Hey, 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 I can give you props. Hey, I, I'm eating it. I told you that I thought they were going to go with you know the, the, the veteran quarterback because he's been in the league, and you know that's why the coach had a hard time. But once Herbert came in and threw for 300 and and kept doing it and you know kept playing well. You had no choice. So if, if he doesn't get hurt, though, we wouldn't be seeing Herbert. So I, I understand what you're saying. And he's he's absolutely – he's answered the bell. Yeah, uh, you just looked at what he's done every single game that he started. Only one game where he didn't have 300 passing yards, and that was against the Bucks, where he threw that pick at the end of the drive. Otherwise, he would have easily had 300 again that game. And he's just – like you mentioned it uh, – the teams rallied around him like he's emerged himself as a true leader. He's answered that question where during the combine, during the whole draft process, all these scouts were saying that he's soft, he's, he's fragile, exactly. don't that know he, if he can win the big game. Yeah, yeah that he's too people. quiet, that he didn't have yeah. those leadership characteristics. And he's proving everyone wrong just in these past five, in just five games. And not even really five games. You could even say the first game against the Chiefs when he came in and almost beat Patrick Mahomes in his first NFL career start. Yeah, you're right. He went toe-to-toe with Patrick Patrick Mahomes. He went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. He's played – none of these guys have outclassed him. And that's that's the thing about it that makes it so unique. Because of the fact sometimes when you're you're playing against guys of that caliber, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes – He's played against the richest and the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's went toe-to-toe. And he very well could be undefeated against those guys. So if you look at when you're talking about matchups and you look at the Chargers and you think about which quarterbacks on paper that people quote that are better than him, he's played them and he's played them tough. Now look at a guy like Minshew, who I told you that they're trying to replace, and you were like, oh, they ain't going to get rid of him. He's going to be there. So. 
you saw so the Mitchu Magic is that tra- that 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 train is coming to a stop. Yeah, Mitchu Mania, it, it's done. But the but the big thing about it is so when you look at quarterbacks and you look at the schedule, you, you say, man, which quarterbacks are better than him? That's why I think they'll beat Denver, and I think he can go toe to toe with Carr, and he might be a little bit, it may be an edge more upside than Carr. So when you think about, he is better than Carr by far. Carr is a bum. I oh, I mean, come on, you can't trust a quarterback from Fresno. Not, oh my God! <laughs> Listen at you! Wow! Wow! What Oregon quarterback you guys had that's been good? You were talking about an Oregon quarterback right now. Uh, well, I mean, you don't have an, you don't have a lot. Of course, Dan Fouts. So you don't you wouldn't even know that. And I love Dan Fouts, but no, he you know. So I, I just think that you, you so you don't. I, I think that that's a game that you look at the Raiders and you say that's going to be a good game because the Raiders running game and the Raiders got a bad tight end too. So they got a, not a bad but a great tight end. So um, so I think that that's a game that you know is going to be tough. I'm just I'm just happy that they're starting to get it. They're getting it going. The hate that the injury bug has got this team. And hopefully they're going to get back, you know, Melvin Ingram the third. He should help. So don't know when he's coming back. So if you can get some of those guys, especially on defense, to come back to help, you know, Joey Bosa out, you know, Ingram and him together, that's a force. So if you can get some of those guys back healthy, you really start to see this team start to cook even more. Yeah, and you're talking about the defense. Um, that was the one part of the game where it kind of made the uh, look like the Jags might have pulled off the win against the Chargers because the defense didn't really look good out there on Sunday. But uh, they they came together at the end, and Herbert led the team to the win. But, Lo, you got to tell me, if the defense doesn't get healthy throughout the season, are we going to still see these type of games where the defense drop games for wins that Herbert yeah, creates well, you, to the team? Because well, he can't do everything yeah. on the field. He can, and, and I think that they're going to – I think that they're you, – you've got to look – I think the defense, have, each man has to look at himself and say, hey, we got we got a rookie quarterback, and he's out playing us. And the defense got to understand, man, we got to play better because this defense supposed to have been the backbone of this team. And right now the Chargers defense have really has, you know, has, has, has let the offense down in a lot of ways. They've been good enough on offense to score, and so they're scoring over – averaging over 24 points or more. And when you get to 24 in the National Football League, you should be winning these games. So when you look at it in that perspective, they should be a lot better than what their than what their record is. And that's why I'm I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Not kind of, but I am disappointed in the defense. I thought that the defense would play better. I thought that you would see more consistency out of that defense, uh, especially when you played against a team like Jacksonville. Yeah, they have some weapons, but you're a team. You should have the Jacksonville. I can't believe that they got to 30 on this team. So I was disappointed. Not 29, rather. I was disappointed, you know, that, you know, that they were able to score that much against this Chargers defense. Yeah, and also talking about um, saying the topic of injuries. Uh, since Eckler's been out, Herbert has been leading the team in rushing yards. And, hello, you got to tell me, because remember, I remember you were talking about Kelly, how he's a good second back. But now Kelly is not even leading the team rushing yards with the void that Eckler's left. I know, and, and that's the thing that was tough because Eckler was that guy that, you know, that, that that's why Kelly was a good changer. And that's why, you know, you look at Kelly now, you know, he's getting beat up. He's not as consistent. That's why it wasn't his team. It was Eckler. And if you had Eckler on this team, you think how much better the passing game would be, how much better the screen game would be, how much more Herbert would have more man-to-man coverage. 
because now they couldn't be playing cover two. Because, you know, when you anytime a team play cover two, you should be able to run the ball all day long against cover two. But because you don't have Eckler and have that guy, don't have to put another guy in the box. Now you don't get that. Now you don't get a lot of that man coverage that you would be getting if you had a more dominant run game. So I think the Chargers are going to have to figure that thing out. Maybe I don't know if I'd be surprised. Maybe they might find look out there and make a trade and, and see if there's a back out there that maybe uh, they can bring to the bring to the squad because they do need to get that secure that running game. They got to get that running game going. You can't ask this young rookie to continue to just throw the ball day in and day out um, almost every down. They got to do a better job running the ball. You really think they should make a trade for a running back at this point of the season? Because I mean, I still see them going eight and eight at best, and they're not going to be a playoff team this year. So, and Eckler, he's he may come back uh, later this season. Maybe who knows if he will? But they're to, you, to me, they should have to look at next hurt. season. Yeah, but do you want to do you want to hurt Herbert? I mean, he's throwing the ball a lot, and I understand that. You know that, that 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 I understand they have to, but even in Cincinnati, you know, uh, you know, you look at Joe Burrow's, he's throwing the ball too much, and he's taking too many unnecessarily hits. So I understand the philosophy of it. I understand you have to throw the ball. I get it, but you you got two young quarterbacks that are your future that are that the future of these organizations, and sometimes I just don't know if that's the wisest thing to do with these guys and just let them sit back and throw the ball and take the kind of hits and kind of punishment these guys are taking because you have to realize he's doing everything. Like you just alluded to, Herbert's leading the team in rushing. You know, he's been the top rusher. And that's just, you know, he's not this guy taking that kind of pounding. So I understand what you're saying. I do get that. You're right. You want to check your draft, check your draft choices, and you want to make sure that, you know, you have, you know, keep that draft capital to build for the future. But at the same sense, I want to make sure that you protect him. So maybe free agency, maybe there's someone out there on the streets, maybe there's some backs that they need to bring in to work out because you do need to have a better running game. Though. I mean, yeah, I see what you mean. And then when you look at the the Jags who let go of Fournette earlier this season who went to the Bucks, their running back, James Robinson, he put up 120 rushing, 119 rushing yards on this Chargers defense with a touchdown to go with that. Only 22 carries, which he was like averaging like 5.4 yards per carry. Yeah, that that's and that's too many yards averaging five. You need to hold a running back under under three yards. You know, should be three four three five. If you can do that, because now you're at third and four, third and five. That's better on third downs. And now you're headed to sticks. You just keep them under three five, under three two, rushing. If you can do that, now you know on on second down, third down. You're looking at third, you know, third and six, third and five. When you're in that type of situation, you can't run the quick three-yard slant. You can't necessarily run the draws and those things. So the third and eight and third and four, when you're headed to stay ahead of the sticks, it gives your defense more options. But when you're behind the sticks on third and two or less, now you can run the ball. Now you can throw the ball. You can throw the quick, you can throw the quick game. You can go five five wide receivers. And now you can run a draw because now you can get nickel personnel. You take out two linebackers, and now you only have three down linemen, only one linebacker in the game. And now teams are able to gash the Chargers because you're taking out the linebackers. So this is a this is a concern for me for the Chargers. They got to do a better job of winning and staying ahead of the sticks on defense. Yeah, and right now they're at the point of the season where um, they need to start winning or else 
it's going to be a very short season for them. And they have, what, like 10 games left? And the, yeah, 10 games, but... These next five games, games are going to be... Are the, critical. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty relatively easy. I mean, the only two teams I see them struggling against these next five weeks is against the Raiders and the Bills. Otherwise, they play the Broncos who've been struggling all season, the Dolphins and the Jets, who the Jets might go winless this year. Well, where is that Miami game at? Uh, it's going to be at Miami. That, 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 yeah, it's going to be interesting to see you now because you're, you're going to uh, go with the, new, the, the rookie quarterback as well, right? Yeah, so Miami yeah two are starting there. Two are starting. So that, that it will be interesting to see how those two, uh, how those two fare. But you're right. They got five. That's why. God, if they could have, you know, if they could have found a way to, to beat the Saints when they had that game, me and you were like looking at that game saying, my goodness, had that game won, um, a game they let get away on them, on them I think it's going to look back and it's going to hunt them. And I think you're going to say the same thing was the Carolina Panthers. That was a game that, you know, you, you, you should have won a game that you look back now, you could have found a way to win that game. And the Saints, you're going to be sitting pretty right now. Yeah, you can basically say that for all of their losses this season, especially that Chiefs game in overtime. And then that Bucks game, too, where they just they didn't have the juice in them left, and the Bucks came out of halftime swinging like crazy. Bray did not want to lose to a rookie. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, right. He, I don't know what he told him, but he woke up that Bucks defense real quick. Yeah, and, and the Bucks, man, you, you see they're playing a lot better football. You see now they got Antonio Brown coming onto their to their squad. Tom Brady's found his groove. He's he's really looking now looking like Tom Brady of old. Isn't it interesting though? Is how everyone looked at Tom Brady last year and said he's done. He's finished. He fell off the truck. He got old overnight. And it goes to show you how much New England, how much lack of talent they really had there last year. And you see with New England right now, they're struggling. They're one of the worst teams in the league. And it I don't just know about in the league. Okay, okay, they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lose to Miami next time. They, they, no, you know, uh, they're, they're, oh, I don't know about all that. Bet. I'll make you that bet. They'll lose to Miami next time. So when it, you know, well, they'll lose to Miami. They're, they're, the Bills already got their number. They they they're they're not that good. They got nine guys that you know decided to opt out with COVID. You, you, New England's hurting, man. They're they're really they're, if he doesn't this act together. You saw the way that he played. That that you know that, that he got fooled in the game, and you know they're going to let him start this week. But if, if he doesn't play well um, after this week, uh, look for New England just to go in another direction. So so it's 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 it's, it's going to be a, a very very uphill bottle for the New England Patriots. I doubt if they win seven games. I really do. Is I know you you think that they will, but I don't see them winning seven games this year. They couldn't beat Denver. They're struggling. They can't. They only scored three against the Niners. They just can't. They can't manufacture scores. You know. Um, you look at the best receiver on their team. He's battling with his knee injury. You look at him. I mean, hell, if you uh, and he's and, and, and you love what he brought to the table, but. You, you, you know who guarded him last, Edelman? You know who was able to guard him on man-to-man coverage? Linebacker Fred Warner covered him man-to-man a lot the other day. And took- Fred Warner's the best linebacker, best coverage linebacker in the league. Like, he can but, literally but, but, but cover he, anybody. But, but, he, 
Yeah, but come on, is he shouldn't be able to cover a receiver. Shouldn't be able to cover a guy that's running. Four, I mean, we're three, not talking four, about four. Julian Edelman in his prime. He's we all know he's at the back so, end but, of his career. But right, but that's that's the point that I'm making. That you're 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 validating the point that I'm making is I'm telling you that he's supposed to be your best receiver and he's getting older and his knees jacked up. He can't come in and out of breaks anymore because of his knees. He can't cut. So that's what I'm saying. So when you look at that situation, what makes you think this team is going to you know win seven or eight games? When you look at New England and look at their uh, in a, in a, inability to score. Well, how about this? Let, let's get back to the Chargers because remember, this is a Chargers podcast. We're not Foxborough low. We're, we're no, we're not. We're not. But we talk. <laughs> but we talk. But we talk football because that's an yeah. AFC. That's it. That's an AFC opponent. Opponent, and you know, eight wins. We don't know now because of the fact that they aren't they bringing another extra team to the playoffs this year because of this COVID. So. You're adding another another team, so an eight win team may maybe get in that spot. So you you're still at, trying to say that they're going to make the playoffs. Come on, come on, low. I'm not giving. I'm not giving up hope. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. What are you going to give up hope? I, I, Week 17, when they don't, yeah, when they officially don't make when, it. When they're mad, hey, you know what? Look at the Niners. You said they sucked. Everyone thought they were done. What did I you say they, they sucked? I never said that they sucked. You. you when I they said lost they to was Miami, injured. 35, when, they was when injured. When they lost, it, well, we got the podcast. We can always, I want you listeners to go back and remember is when they lost to Miami, you said the Niners, man, they're not getting in. They're, they're not, you know, they're a bad team. They I lost to the Dolphins. That, they lost you to know Philadelphia. Lo, you, no, know, you know why you're wearing a hat right now? You know why you're wearing a hat right now? Why? Because you're capping right now. No, no, bro. I'm not. <laughs> I'm being real. I'm keeping. I'm keeping it 100. I'm keeping it 100, Izzy. I'm keeping it 100, baby. You know, the one thing about the Niners, since we, you want to we'll talk about other teams real quick, they have the most players on the IR throughout the season so far. Yeah, and that's why you were saying that they weren't they weren't going to do anything, and now you're trying to backpedal. So it's I'm okay. They have a lot of players. They got a lot of players on IR, but guys are stepping up and they're making things happen. So that's what the Chargers have to do. They got a lot of guys hurt, but – the guy's got to step up and make plays, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, that's true. And then you look at the Chargers, too, who also have a lot of injuries, too. But like I said, um, Melvin Ingram, he's coming back. He, um, pretty sure they've activated him from the IR. The next five, so the next five games, how do they go? Give me the next five games. And we talked about who they're, who's up next. Who's not yeah, going real, real quick, we'll do that. So they have the Chargers next, then. The Raiders, they host the Raiders. The then the they're at, yeah, so they're they got the Raiders Miami. next. Then they host the Jets, and then they're at Buffalo. Those are the next. Yeah, so we'll, you know, we'll, yeah, so we'll, you know, I just, I just, I just like, I like the fact. I know we'll get into the Raiders, you know, Thursday and stuff, and we'll talk about matchup and go through the different players and what we think. But I just reflecting back on this game. What what really impressed you was it was it the way that the Chargers fought back even when they got tied up what 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 was that the determining moment defining moment you're like okay this, this team this team can make some noise and and can compete or are you watching this team and saying they can score with anyone what are you loving about the Chargers and what is what is your biggest takeaway about this Chargers team right now yeah for me it was during a press conference when. Justin Herbert was talking about exactly what you're talking about when they were behind in the game. And he just said, like, 
everyone in this locker room, we all believe in each other. What No one's getting down themselves. We don't care about the record. We know who we are. We know what we can do. And they came together in that game. And they won. And you saw you saw Herbert's touchdown where he stretched out just to barely get past the goal line with defenders coming at him. This this kid, he's fearless. And those yes, his teammates see that. They and they respect him. That makes it makes them respect him because he's showing that he's willing to put his body on the line for them to win games. And so when you have a quarterback that does that, the whole team's just gonna buy into that type of culture too, and it's gonna be create a winning culture soon. What is your biggest, when you're talking about the concern, what concerns you most about the defense when you're watching this Charger team play? I mean, honestly, it's right now, it's the run game. It's, to be honest, uh, because they're doubling Bosa, who's really more of a pass rusher than a run stopper. And Ingram, who is your run stopper, he, he's been hurt for a while. And you have some other key, like uh, Joseph. He hasn't really done that much since the game I mentioned. He he did, had a good game. They need to get better at stopping the run because they won't they won't stop teams. Because if they can make teams one dimensional, that would make it so much easier on the offense. If they make can make teams one dimensional on the offensive side, because that the secondary, their second they have some ball hawks on that secondary. Right. And that's the biggest, that's what the biggest concern is to me is looking at the defense and saying, okay, teams are going to try to keep the ball away from this offense because Herbert now is, is, is making noise and showing what he can do. So teams are now going to be more, more committed to the run game and try to wear that defense out and try to keep the ball out of the Chargers' hand. And you saw that with Jacksonville. Jacksonville, like you talked about, 20 some, 22 carries, 100 and some yards. You can't allow that. That number needs to be, you know, from under 100. If you can keep teams under 100, that means that you're playing better defense, and that means the teams are throwing the ball more. So you've got to try to find that balance to not allow more than 100. 100 should be the top. Anytime 130 yards, if you rush, if you look at the stats in the National Football League, 100, you run for 130 yards, you usually are going to win that game. That's just the way football works. So, the Chargers got to make sure they make a concerted effort to really start beefing up on this defense. And maybe we'll see them even maybe, you know, I don't know. Do you go with an extra lineman? Do you add another linebacker? I think that the Chargers are going to have to experiment with that defense and maybe go more of a 4-2 and put four down linemen and only two backers instead of, you know, maybe the 3-4 or four down or maybe add another guy. So they got to figure it out. They got to stop the run because of the fact you know, you're going to teams continue to run like you just alluded to. You're going to limit the amount of time that the offense has the ball. And right now, Herbert's one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And Chargers fans, we will leave it right there. That is our Jaguars reaction. Make sure to catch our next episode where we're going to be talking about this upcoming Broncos game where the Chargers, uh, we're going to say that they're going to go on a two game winning streak, which hasn't happened in a while so get ready for that episode so let's so let's give it one more time let the listeners know where can they go to make some money is you gotta right. read let's give, our, let's give our sponsor one more time the sponsor to read where they can uh, understand or they can go make a couple buckles yeah bucks. that's better along that ag remember chargers fans better along that ag just take advantage of it they have great sign up bonuses they they have team props, uh, team player stuff. 
coaching props, game spreads, basically anything you can think of of betting something on a football game, they have it there. It's really easy and a fun way to make money. So check out betonline.ag. Thank you. Go to betonline, betonline.ag. Let them know that is and low sent you. You guys take care. Can't wait to talk to you next week, this week. Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.